Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Heather Albrecht, who owns a home cleaning service and a coaching practice, helping her clients to rediscover what brings them joy and how to have more joy and less overwhelm in their lives every single day, not just when on vacation. I love that. Hey, Heather, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me today. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Well, thanks for being here. Can you can you just expand a little bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? So I love to work with women who are feeling lost in their identity. They don't really know who they are anymore because they've just gotten lost in the role of being a wife, being a mom. Maybe that's also in their career. It could be any form of that, but basically they just are disconnected from where they actually find joy in their lives and what makes them feel like their life is meaningful. Ooh, so that, that feeling of being, of being lost. So Mm -hmm. what, well, that means a lot of things for a lot of different people. What does that actually look like for, for your clients? For my clients, there, I think there's a lot of shame in it. They, they really wanted to be wives and mothers and they're happy with the role that they have, but they're unhappy with the fact that they've shoved themselves out of the way for so long because they've prioritized their children or, you know, having a home that they're proud of, whatever that might be, however that might look for them. But they've pushed down their own desires for so long that they don't even really know what they like to do anymore, what they, what they love, what brings them joy. They're The sort of person that when you ask them, like they have a day off and it's like, oh, are you going to do something fun? What are you going to do? And they don't really know. (laughs) Like it might just be sit, drink a cup of coffee and like scroll through social media for hours because they've forgotten. Yeah. Wow. That's so welcome to the Unforget Yourself show. So your clients straight off the bat are they they forget themselves. They forget what makes them happy. They forget why they're doing things and it Mm -hmm. Crumbs, this comes from such a selfless place because the desire to help other people, to put others first, that I'll fix me later, all this stuff comes into yeah. play. Um, how do you how do you help them to sort of start to work through that? What do you find is the first barrier that mm-hmm. is, if you could resolve this barrier across the world and you could all start at level two, ah, oh, shit, it'd make things so much better. Yeah. What would, what's that traditionally? Well, Lots of times when my clients come to me, they don't even really know what it is that doesn't 
that is wrong. Like if they were thinking of a category of life, if you will, like if you were looking at a wheel of life sort of thing, they wouldn't be able to say, oh, well, it's this area of my Mm -hmm. life that needs improvement. So generally speaking, the very first thing that we do is we go through and we kind of assess each area. And I have them just do it on a scale of one to 10. Mm -hmm. For each area, I kind of just go rapid fire through it and tell them that whatever their intuition tells them is the number is right. You know, 10's amazing. One's like, oh my gosh, we're in the, you know, we're in the gutter here. We need some serious help. And we kind of look at it that way. And that gives us a good direction to start with, because I really think that once we start with one area, everything else kind of rises a little bit as we go. Okay. So if they're they're not quite sure where they need help, how, how do they make it through to you? What is it that drew them to you to seek help if they're i need help but i don't know where there is a level of lack of alignment or understanding there so paint a picture for me what state are they in what makes them reach out to you Mm, yeah that's what i've been working on um i've been trying to figure out how to get that messaging across because it's it is it's a tough one to identify um i was thinking about it this morning and it what what came to me was the Monday meh. It's like not the Monday blahs, but it's just the meh. It's like yeah. it's Monday again. It's going to be the same week over and over again. Nothing's looking exciting in my life right now. There's nothing I'm looking forward to. Um, You know, maybe a vacation, but those are few and far between, right? So that's, that is definitely a big part of what I've been working on as a business owner. Oh, right trying now. to understand... That- this principle okay well yeah, just try and break it down that. from from your clients because one of the best ways is to make it up and test it second best mm-hmm. way is to ask and find out so yeah looking at, at your clients if they don't know that they need help how do they, know they need help how do they know that they need a coach what is it brings them into you what is mm-hmm. what is your magic what yeah. is the attractor how do they find you if you can answer a couple of these questions it starts to piece together. Ah, I see it now because you have everything you need. You know, all the knowledge sounds like it's like just needs extracting from you. So yeah. What do you hear time and time again? Why do they reach out? Yeah. So I I've done some, some market research definitely. And one of the things that I used as identifiers was, do you feel like you don't know where you're going right now? Mm -hmm. Do you wake up in the morning and yeah, nothing is exciting to you. You don't remember the last time you just did something for the heck of it, you know, just for fun. Um, Those are big identifiers, but trying to tell stories and I try to tell my story to help my clients to maybe relate to that and see Mm. where you're like, oh, okay. So that's not normal. Like, I think a lot of us feel, I think a lot of women feel like everybody kind of feels this way. You know, social media does this whole like paint a rosy picture, right? And I think a lot of us feel like we have this level of discontent. But like I said in the beginning, I think women are ashamed of it because it's like we wanted this life. We wanted the, you know, the marriage, the house, the kids and all the things that go along with it. And then it's like, you're upset about that. You got what you wanted and now you're not happy. Why? And I remember that was the moment for me was I had everything had come together for me. And I 
had this mental breakdown and I'm like, why, why is it now? Like now things are so much better. Our finances are better. The job's better. The work situation is better. I have more time. Mm. Why now? Why am I now having this, um, this breakdown? And, and it just comes from this overwhelm and not, not having time for yourself, not making the time for yourself. Yeah, there's one point you just mentioned there, and we can talk about it from your clients. We can talk about it from mm-hmm. a sort of global business perspective because mm-hmm. that discontent, that shame that comes with it, as a business owner, to not be in a situation that you you that you want to be, to not have the success that you want, or not be seeing the results that you want, but that that shame, that worry, that mm-hmm. trigger to go towards safety that we all have is it stops us seeking help. It stops us reaching out. It stops having conversations with our friends because we assume they're all happy with life. I'm not. So it must be something wrong with me because I have the house, I have the car, we have the business, all this stuff, but that's where it comes in. So into a uh, sort of from a business perspective, Mm -hmm. that principle is the same to have that shame, to not reach out for help, to have a challenge, but not want it to be solved. Personal health, relationship professional so much going on there how do you how do you see this sort of tie in with the work that you do with your clients and maybe the way that that you are with business as you grow as you evolve your business Mm -hmm. oh so how do i see all of that overwhelm and the different areas how do i connect that back to the business yeah because if your clients don't quite know what they want feel that shame to reach out for help feel that shame of doing and changing right how does that show up for them in, in those different areas maybe go that down that route whether it's okay. personal whether it's business so i think the way it shows up in in their life and also in their work is they're not they're not fully being who they are so you know, this big part of their life is missing because who they are isn't, isn't there being represented. And, um, you know, when we're, when we're not being fully authentic about who we are, then we feel out of alignment and off balance in life because we're not showing up fully. Mm, But Um, no one's, no one says I'm out of alignment. No one's ever said that. So what, what how does it come across? What what are the actions? What are the reactions? Yeah. So it shows up as this blahs, like just general blah in life. Like it's things don't feel good. It's not, they're not happy. There's just this discontent that's kind of thrumming through on this baseline. And, Mm. you know, energetically, that's horrible for us, right? Like to have this level of discontent all the time. And it's fully within our control to change it, right? Like, yeah. We have the control to change it, but I think a lot of us forget that that is within our control. And, mm. but in order for them to be able to change it, they have to be able to identify it. And they're so afraid about talking about it that they, they want to pretend it's not there. You know, it's the whole buffering system, you know, we're, we're eating for pleasure. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're watching TV for pleasure. We're maybe doing drugs for pleasure, drinking alcohol for pleasure. You know, like that's how we're buffering those emotions. For pleasure or for avoiding or for coping. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. So with this, we, there's, there's, we there's call it pleasure. <laughs> True. <laughs> the, um, three aspects. 
Yeah. What would you say are the, are the core is a core one that, that you see with your clients? Is it a case of the mental? Is it the thoughts? It is the beliefs? It is the promises that they hold? Mm-hmm. Is it the emotional, those things that they feel, the anxiety, the, the worry, the unhappiness? Or is it the actions in terms of reacting at, at the husband or, or their wife yeah. or um, you know, not doing the work they need to do or you know, easily frustrated? Yeah. What I do you think find what with- it yeah, I think what it shows up with, um, as for my clients, more as being short tempered, you know, not having fun. They're which sounds like something maybe we can do without, right? Except, you know, when you're trying to have a meaningful family life and you're not having fun, then that's, that's hard. Um, Mm. and it does show, you know, our kids, that's what our kids tend to notice. Right. Um, one thing you said, let's let's, let's pin into that one because you mentioned that Mm -hmm. first, which means it was top of mind. Beautiful. There's a principle that we coach with and forget yourself with our clients, the two ten. Mm-hmm. having a level 10 reaction to a level two event. Right. Yeah. To hold these principles. Ah, oh, I just did a 210, which means you now have information. You have awareness. What mm-hmm. up with that? Someone left the ketchup out and you blew up. Okay. It's not about the fucking ketchup. Right. What is going on? So there are these telltale signs. Yeah. So it sounds like with business, what are your biggest challenges is being able to eloquently reach, talk to your, your perfect client. However, you've already said that storytelling is one of the best mm-hmm. ways of doing this. They say, oh, you, you, they don't want to say it for themselves. So hearing your story has allowed them to sort of grab the popcorn, sit back yep. and observe, and then realize, I mean, it's very similar to this podcast. You are not alone. Mm-hmm. You are not unique with these problems. Right. So to have that level of, ah, oh, okay. It's not just me. And there's a way through. And then comes the tentative reach out. Hey, Heather, I saw you did that post. Hey, Heather, I read your email. Thank you. Whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. These, again, follow the breadcrumbs. These little signs, they're so beautiful. Yeah. So, again, I think you have everything that you need. Okay. Maybe it's the confidence to put yourself out there. Maybe it's the confidence to know what exactly what is working. Mm-hmm. So, Tell me the the after effect with your clients. What is the transformation? Mm, what is yeah. the place where you actually take them to after going through your process and your yep. guidance and your support? Yeah, it's amazing. I I worked with a woman this past spring, and you know she came to me and she was just she was so overwhelmed and she like didn't have any time for herself and she was so upset about it all and you know um, in therapy, thankfully. Um, and one of the things that came out of it, like towards the end is, you know, she was finding time to make connection with people at work, which was something that she definitely needed. And Mm. she was finding times and new ways to make more space in her schedule for creating her art. And she was just totally different. She was so much happier. You know, she had gone through it. It was, it was enormous for her. Um, you know, she was smiling more. She was visibly more upbeat on our calls. It was, it was fantastic. Um, and, and she just hadn't really thought about looking at things a little bit differently and 
getting a little bit more creative with how to incorporate these things that she was missing into her life. Mm. Yeah, it was. And then how did all the people around her feel? What is the actual, the indirect impact that you have? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, she was having more time with her, her daughter and her husband. Um, There was, she, (laughs) yeah, she had this, I know she was going to a family party and there was some trepidation going into that. And so we talked about it ahead of time. I was like, well, so what is it you're worried about? Like, what would be the worst thing that happened during that? And how can you steer things away from what you don't want to have happen? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just thinking about how, where she does have control and what she can do to make the experience what she wants it to be. So, you know, she was telling me that like the car ride over there, she, instead of being like filled with dread for the whole situation, she was able to be relaxed and like talk talked to her family on the way there and they had a good time and then they came back and they were like laughing about it and you know things came up but she was able to handle it and she didn't have to you know like go and hide or go into a reactive mode mm-hmm. and so yeah it's the transformation is huge just having you know coming from a place of joy and hope rather than fear and dread is huge for your life right Yes. I mean, it may sound small. It may sound massive. I mean, it's open to you for your own right. interpretation of that. But it's yeah. it's the impact that does have is incredible. It is life changing. And the tools, the tactics that you supply and the awareness that you give are going to be useful for the rest of their life. Right. It's exactly. Incredible. So with this level, as you just sort of painted the picture of, of your business, where where are you going? Where where do you see your business? And what what do you see that might be standing in your way right now? Mm. Um figuring out the best ways to connect, like the the stories that I can tell mm. from my personal life that can help to have another person identify within those and see that it doesn't have to be this way. Um Yeah, the direction that I've been going with my business has shifted this year. Um, I went through cancer treatment last year. And throughout that time frame, I was able to see just how useful all of these tools were. And in the support groups that I'm in on Facebook, I've noticed how much what I've been able to, you know, give people some thoughts to think about or different ideas to try to, you know, cope with the emotions of going through this sort of treatment. Um, Been able to see that that's, those just aren't tools that people have. And I really want to help get those out there. And so I have pivoted my coaching um, or expanded my coaching because I was doing just financial coaching. And now I'm I've gone more in this direction of, you know, adding life fulfillment, um, enjoy getting through all of that, like you said in the beginning. Mm. Um, And yeah, just figuring out how to get that message out to more people that there's a way through. What are the challenges for you? Is it is it in the tech? Is it in what platforms? Is it how to do it? Is it is it personal? Is it behind the scenes of I know what to do? I'm just just can't fucking do it. I'm just scared. And there's a lot of that, actually. That's a lot of it. I keep telling myself like that, you know, I've been doing this since 2019. And 
what I tell myself is I've learned probably everything I need to learn at this point in order to do all of the things and then get mm -hmm. better as I go, obviously, because yeah. you never finish learning. Um, but I know enough to, to do the minimum to get started. Mm. And so there is a lot of fear of how will I handle it once it does get started. Ooh, now that's interesting. We'll draw the parallels with with maybe your clients, their fears of, okay, you get me to this level of, I want to be happy. I want to do this. Oh, I need to make some new decisions. Oh, shit. I, I need to cut this out or I need to do more of this. Or mm -hmm. what will people think when I do step into my selfish self and have some an afternoon for myself? What are they going to think who've been relying on me? And you will have these comments of, hey, but you've always done this for me. Mm -hmm. Not through a negative but through it's just it's what you've allowed to happen right so taking that parallel to your business with that fear fear of success fear of failure maybe a bit of both mm -hmm. there is a lot that comes into that what are you trying to avoid there's a question mm, what am i trying to avoid I'm trying to avoid overwhelm because I've been there and it broke me. But I came back. Yeah. <laughs> so I can tell myself I can come back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's a big part of it. So you want to avoid overwhelm? Yeah. But business doesn't have to be overwhelming. Success doesn't have to be overwhelming. Yeah. What part of it, what do you think? Because it's all future paving. What do you think might be overwhelming that you haven't reached yet, but is a little, I don't know this. Is it, I don't know. What, what's that? What is that future worry? Hmm. That's a good question. I would say it probably comes down to being afraid of not being able to handle all of the clients that I might have at one time. Because mm. I want to make sure that I'm serving them well. And so that needs to come from an authentic place. Mm. And I don't want to drop the ball. So I'm afraid of letting people down. What if you do? What if you hold space for? Because we can go away from it and say, oh, you won't let people down. Or we can go straight towards it and go, yep. You know what? Yeah, you know what you're getting? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. What if you do? Then I'll manage it as well as I can to make amends. Um, yeah, I guess that's probably the the best answer I can come up with. I wouldn't leave them hanging. Um, how could you possibly let people down? By not helping them in the way that they need and think I can. And in that case, I would refer them to a professional that could. Hmm. So. So it's external facing rather than the mm -hmm. absolute confidence and belief in what you do and how you do it and your life's journey, which has brought you all these experiences and tools to hold space for this 
is how I can help you. Mm-hmm. Whether they show up, whether they apply it, it's your due diligence to make sure that they're, they're a good fit for you. You're a good fit for them. Right. However, something's out of your control. Isn't this exactly what you coach your clients? I mean, it's a different level. It's a different <laughs> right. situation, but the ability to let go yep. and take and have the confidence in yourself and do what you need to do without the, the worry, the judgment, the perception of external. Maybe that's the the shield, the immunity that you 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 are needing, you're looking for. Maybe with that final piece of the jigsaw, you can talk open about, yeah, this is what I do. Oh my gosh, <laughs> here's what happens. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So not being afraid of the judgment. Is that what you're saying? Am I hearing you correctly? Yeah, I mean, this awareness goes so far. It's okay, what do you what do you down do with this? How do you unpack this? Not yeah. being so scared of the judgment. Well, you're gonna be judged. Right. You're gonna have good and bad comments. You're gonna have happy people, then it's what you focus on. It's where you focus your attention. What are you willing to allow to control you? Why is it controlling you? Oh, now we're going on all these questions. Oh my gosh, there's so much here. But to gain a full understanding of what is it? Why am I doing this? And just take it one step at a time. Because there's a lot to unpack here. But one level at a time, one thing at a time to start to get those steps forward, to mm-hmm. see that progress. Do that one thing you want to do, to reach out, help more people, get more clients, yeah. fuel your life. And I'm getting there with the fear. I mean, I came and I, I'm here on your show. So the, outside <laughs> your comfort zone, a hurdle, <laughs> right? Absolutely, I celebrate this. This is great for some people. It's terrifying for others. It was terrifying when I first started doing this. Yep. Oh my word! <laughs> Listen to the first podcast. Yep. <laughs> I will. I always start at one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, Heather, look, thank you so much for, for playing your part, for you know, sharing not only what you do and how you help your amazing clients, but behind the scenes, what it's like for you as you grow, as you evolve your business into this, this new area, this pivot, yeah. this expansion is exciting and it's terrifying and it's beautiful. So thank you for, for sharing. Well, thank you. It's good to be able to share it. You're so, so welcome. And hey, if people want to find out more about you and the amazing mm-hmm. work you do, where can they find you? Uh, you can go to heatheralbrechtcoaching.com and um, you can find all of the social links on there also. And I look forward to connecting with some of you. That would be great. Beautiful. So if, that, if you're curious or like, hell yes, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Please go and check it out. But again, thank you so much for being and here. Actually, there is a freebie on there that they might like. Oh, There's we love a, a freebie. Tell us all about do. it. It's a stress release workbook. So it's a little workbook that has a bunch of different ways to help release stress that you can use just in the moment nice who yeah. doesn't need that and you can get that there we are. free. <laughs> well thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for having me mark you're welcome hey katie yeah mark want to do an outro i sure do sweet hey thank you so so much for listening and making it to the end yay you so what happens next we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So 
please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.